Welcome to the Shutterbug Life Podcast. If photography is not just something you do, but who you are, this is a place for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything you need to be, do, or have to reach your true potential. Let's celebrate the creative photographer's lifestyle with your host, my dad, Linford Morton. Hey, welcome again to the Shutterbug Life Podcast. This is the place where enthusiasts shutterbugs learn to be better photographers. And we do that in this community where we all learn, share, and grow together. Hi, I'm your host, Linford Morton, and you can call me Lynn. All my friends call me Lynn. And of course, now you are one of my friends, my photo friends. And I'm glad that you joined us for this episode because this is going to be another good one. We started this year really talking about the things we need to do to really set ourselves up for a really successful 2016. And we're going to continue that today. Our topic will be how you can make an impact with your photography, even if you don't think you're that good. And really what you'll hear is one side of a father-son chat. And, uh, of course, that's my side of the father-son chat, the chat I had with my son. He asked me a question a couple weeks ago. He said that he wanted to know if he wanted to get much better with his photography, what should he do? And so then I sort of talked through a coaching session, if you will, the same way I would if you called me and asked a similar kind of question. And so this is what we will talk about today, because I think many of you have that sort of a, a wonder in the back of our heads. We'd like to do something where we make an impact. We have these things that we'd like to see ourselves do with our photography, And we don't know how to get there, or even worse, we doubt whether or not we have what it takes to get there. And I think that was part of his question to me. So let's talk about that today. We'll talk about how you can make an impact with your photography, even if you don't think you're that good. So I'm used to answering this question from work, but when I get it from one of my children, it's a little different. So I get a text from my son, and he, my son, Zach, he's 16, going on to 17, and he says, you know, he wants to talk about how he can get better with his photography. And, you know, he's been shooting a lot more. I, I think I might have mentioned that he's, you know, got his own DSLR now, and he's out shooting, and we go out and we shoot together. And but he is also thinking about this. He says he is interested in not just photography, but video. And he is thinking about it so much so that he's thinking he might want to explore that as a career. I remember we uh, a couple of years ago, we went and spent uh, a few weeks of the summer while he went to the NYU um, film camp. And so I guess he's been nurturing this for a while now. So. So he, he, he asked, you know, 
basically his question to me is how can I get better with my photography? And if I want to do this as a career, what can I start doing now to help prepare myself? Right. And so the impact he wants to make is to, is a career wise. And you know, what do I do now? And I think he's saying to me, I, you know, how do I prepare myself to get there? Because I don't think I'm there yet. And so I sort of took that and refashioned the question to make it more like what most of us would be thinking about. You know, how do we make an impact with our photography, even if we don't think we're that good? So let's go, let's go through this. And, and to answer the question, I'm going to go through some informal things you should be doing and then some of the formal things you should be doing. And then after that, we'll, we'll wrap it. So first, before we even get to any of those things, one of the first questions I ask or or anyone will ask you if they say, you know, what should I do is, you know, you know, what are your goals? What, what do you what is it you want to accomplish? Where do you see yourself going with this? And what does success look like for you? And that's when he said to me that he wanted to to be able to consider video as a career. So that was his goal. I want to be able to be prepared to start a career um, doing video and, and more cinematic video as well. So, but, you know, for you, you have to think about, you know, where do you, where do you want to go with this? Now, I'd been encouraging you to create some goals for yourself and for your photography, like just like you would for your work or your family or anything else that was important to you in your life. You you have to, you know, think about the goals. And so you want to be clear about what that is, because that helps us direct the rest of the conversation. Like, what do you want to accomplish? And not just, I want to learn to use my camera, but think big, like, you know, if I could make an impact on some way with this, what would that be? If I could do something that's significant with my photography, what would that be? And permit yourself to dream, permit yourself to dream just a little bit as you answer this question, because, you know, if I, I like the quote, you know, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? And so if there was, you know, you had the magic wand and there was nothing that would pre prevent your success, what would you choose to do? And I think when you find that answer, then you'll know where, where, you, what direction your goals ought to be going in. So we've got that aside, you know, what do you want to accomplish? So, so next let's talk about, uh, you know, what I, I said to him, so now that you know where you want to go and you say, okay, how do I get there where I make this impact? What do I start doing today? And, and number one, the number one thing I said to him was start producing work you like. And meaning if you want to be a photographer, take pictures. If you want to be a videographer, go shoot video. You have to do that. First and foremost, start producing work that you like now. Because, you know, in this era, you don't have to wait to be an artist or to be proclaimed an artist before you start producing work you like. You have everything you need to be a photographer, as we've said in past episodes. You've got all the tools you need to start. And and the, the cool thing is the industry and the world rewards people who get out there and create, not those who wait and, and ask for permission. So every day we see examples of storytellers who take their ideas and act on it. 
the Humans of New York, Brandon Stanton, he just decided I wanted to do something where I took a photo photography census. And so there he is. He just shows up in New York City and he starts taking pictures. He didn't, you know, he didn't need permission. He didn't need any sort of degree or anything. He just showed up and he started doing what it is he wanted to do. Trey Ratcliffe, he just started taking pictures using HDR. And now he has one of the, you know, one of the most impactful blogs. Um, Eric Kim, we talked about him last week, street photography. And we can go on and on with people who are, who are recognized and acclaimed artists who are there because they just started and because they didn't wait. So I'm going to say that the first thing you ought to be doing or thinking about if you want to make some kind of an impact is just start doing the work. Just start taking pictures of things you like and do the best you can for wherever your talents may be right now. You know, it's easy to say, well, we're not, I'm not going to start now because I'm not ready. This is the, this is the, a favorite, uh, I, I, I don't want to be harsh and call it an excuse or a cop out, but it's an excuse and a cop out. I'm not ready. You're, you're, you're never going to, if you think you're ready, then it's, you're too late anyway. So you start now, you start wherever you are and you start creating the best of, of what you see now. And so you can't be helped and you can't be found and you can't be assisted in any way if you aren't doing anything. So get out there and start producing work. Now, once you start producing work, publish your best work as you create it. And and now this goes back to last week's episode from from episode 48. What you need to do is create a photography blog. So you need somewhere where you can publish your best work as you create it. Because as an artist, you have to be willing to fearlessly send your work out there to the world. Say, look, this is what I made. So do the work you like, share it and publish it. And, you know, even though you don't think your work is where you want it to be, it's better than you probably think it is. Show your best today. Zig Ziglar used to say that you go as far as you can see. And when you get there, you'll be able to see farther. So start producing and start publishing. These are two very important things because this is how you begin to set the ball in motion now to create the impact you want to create because you're doing what you love and you're sending it out there and the people who also appreciate what you do will be able to see and follow and support and assist. Now, Number three in, on the informal list of, of things to do is find something else you're passionate about and create a photo project around it or about it. it so what I mean is it's not just about being photography, but about sh- shooting willy nilly sometimes, but find something else you're passionate about. So when I asked my son, what are you passionate about? And he said he likes extreme sports. So, you know, him and his brothers, they like to do extreme skating. So I said, great. So what you'll need to do now is to create a photo project about about that. Find a way to start photographing that and and showing that because 
what what you're doing is now is helping to to fuel your by by using another passion fuel your photography by using another passion and the thing is you are an expert in something else or or you can sort of show that to the world and because you understand whatever this is and because you're passionate about it um you probably come to it with a unique insight that you can also showcase with your photography so find that narrow focus where you can stand out because one of the things that keeps us from being successful is because we go mile wide and an inch deep and it, it's if when you appeal to everyone, you appeal to no one. And so what you want to do is now go narrow and go a mile deep. So find the one thing and create your your photo project or some way to showcase that thing and your expertise and your vision and how you see it creatively. The next thing you want to do is, is you're going to tr- begin to try and build a network or a tribe of people who share your vision and your art. And that's one of the reasons you publish because, because you start to attract people who have, who share similar interests. You know, when he starts, cre- you know, blogging or f- sharing photography about his extreme sports, who are the people who are likely to, to find this in Google searches to see it, to say, Hey, I like this and follow are people who share similar interests and so and so now you begin to create this sort of informal network around of people who are supporters are interested in your photography and this is going to be extremely port important as you begin to try to make an impact because now you have people who know you who you are who love what you do and who follow along and who are going to be ego to help support you and your craft so so part of what you're doing now is building that network i remember i said one of the you know one of the ways lots of people do that now is through social media and the social media followings but one of the things i pointed out last week is when you build your photography block you also want to begin to create an email list so this is one way for you to begin to organize now, you can also do things like start your own meetup around that topic so that you know, meetup does the work of recruiting people for you. So there are lots of ways to think about this, but you want to begin to begin to build that network of people who share your vision for your art. Okay. All right. So the next thing you want to do is find people who are doing what you want to do in a way that you admire. So then who is it who is at the top of the craft whom you admire and said, man, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could do that. You you, you got to go do some research now and find out if you want to photograph um, people who are skating and doing extreme sports, who's really good at it and find out who's really good at it. And now we're going to start to study them. Uh, Tony Robbins always says success leaves clues. And so you want to find, the, you know, the, where these people are producing and then begin to follow their work and study the work. And when I say study, you, you'll do a couple things. You'll start to, as, as I look at, if I am saying, saying I want to be more like or I want to, to achieve the same level of mastery and, or artistry as another person, what I do is I start to deconstruct their work. I look at it and I go, okay, what did he or she do here? How did they create this image? 
Where were they standing? What lights were they using? Um, technically, what what did they do here um, with you know shutter speed or aperture? You know, how how do they come here? When do they do this? How do and and really deconstruct it and and say so that you can sort of see for yourself the thinking that goes into creating that kind of art. And you'd be surprised how much you could learn when you just stop and deliberately start to deconstruct an image. Sometimes when I walk through the mall and I see the big posters in the windows of the stores, I will just stop and look and say, okay, what did the photographer do here? Okay, he really wanted to sell this handbag or and or so I see that she came down to, and shot from a much lower level. I see that the lights and shadows really sort of draw my eye there. What else did they do to move my eye here? Why is it that I noticed this when I, when I stepped up to this image? And, and start to really deconstruct it so that when you are ready to, to shoot, you'll have some of this information to pull on. And then, then the next thing is if I had to recreate that shot myself, how would I do it? Right? How, what would I do to recreate that? So now that you've deconstructed it, if I were to do it myself, would I know how to do it? And, and then the other thing is now you get to, to, to remix it. So if I, if I was going to recreate it, I knew how I, I know how I would do it. But if I were going to create this for myself, what would I do to make it uniquely mine? Right? How, how, how would I personalize this? So what would I do to make it uniquely mine? How, how would I, how would I personalize it? How would I do it differently? So you want to remix it and make it your own and use your own approach. And so this is part of what you will do when you find someone who is doing great work. If you like to do say street portraits, you start to look at someone like the Humans of New York blog and you say, okay, I like what he's doing there. What would I do differently from how, how does he do that? And then, okay, if I did it, what would I do differently to make it my own? And so this kind of thought process helps you now as you begin to create your own vision. Okay, next, you, what you want to do is now with these people you have identified whom you are studying, the next step is you want to follow them on social media or wherever they post their, publish their work, and you, then you want to engage with them thoughtfully. So you're leaving sincere compliments and observations on their work. You share something you might have learned from them. And, and the goal here is to stand out from someone who is serious and worth noticing, right? So, you know, if you get a response from them, um, you may not. But if you do, you know, you keep the conversation going and then you see if there's anything you can do to help them. Like, you know, what can I do to help them? Uh, and this, again, will separate you from most of the people they will see and run into and help you bubble up to the point where they notice who you are and uh, may even show an interest in you and your work. Zig Ziglar says you get whatever you want if you help enough people get what they want. So you always want to see uh, you come with a, with how can I help? What can I give here? That might be helpful. And you'll be surprised that even if you find yourself, you think that there's so much more advanced and accomplished than you, there's always something that, that we all need to help. But, but what you want to do is, is, is come in with from 
from the point of really giving and not doing it just to see what you can get out of it, because I, I think that just comes in with the wrong approach and people sense that kind of stuff too. So you want to see, you know, watch what they're doing. You want to engage with them thoughtfully on their social media channels. And, uh, and, and really what you're doing is beginning, is looking to begin a relationship with the people who are where you want to be. So you're, you're looking to establish a tribe and then a relationship with, with somebody who's doing it well on a different level. Cause we will come back to this in the formal part. Okay. And, and then if you, you know, have the chance to get an audience from them. You might even ask them, you know, look, here, I'm trying, I'm trying to do what you're doing as well. And this is where I am. You know, take a look at it if you have some time and just tell me, you know, what I can do to, to get better. Um, you know, if you have time and you, you know, you don't want to be too pushy about this. And some of these you remember we talked about in the episode with Peggy Farron on getting a photo mentor or photo or photo buddy, but you, you, you get some feedback from them. And then this will or can be helpful for you as you start to, to, to build that network of people not who only who only you follow but from whom you can work with and learn okay so those are the informal things you're going to want to do now on the formal side you want to begin to sort of see where you are and do an, an informal diagnostic if you will of your own skills and abilities i like the way the government does this they say what are the knowledge skills and abilities you will need to be successful so that you can fill in the gap and so we talked about some of this in the goal setting podcast so this is where you begin to take a real serious inventory of yourself. If you want to be somewhere, then what do you need to learn? And then what skills do you need to work on to improve? And then what overall abilities will you need? And so once you start thinking about all three of these, you be, you can begin to map out your own plan of how you improve and get to the point where you are doing the kind of work that you want to do to do. Now, getting there, it's going to be helpful to get a mentor or an accountability partner, meaning someone who is who who is achieved mastery or is better at the kind of thing that you'd like to accomplish and who knows how to get where you want to go and and someone who you can engage for regular feedback. So, you know, you might even consider having a few different mentors that can help with different areas where you have gaps in your knowledge and your skills and your abilities. So think about who those people might be for you. It might be someone you talk to maybe once a week or so someone you get feedback from once a month or maybe even check in once a year. But but think about people because one of the things that will be important once you decide where you want to go is someone who can sort of look at what you are doing and can see at a glance what where the gaps are for you and what kinds of things you might do um, to improve. Next, you want to make sure you learn your tools. I mean, meaning if you want to be a photographer, you've got to get to know that camera inside and out. 
Uh, you know, the, the 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 best thing in the world is when you're, for instance, doing a night shoot and you don't need a light to know where you find things on your camera because you know your camera so well. You know where to go to to which to find the ISO button or where to go to change your exposure compensation or you know where to go in your menu be, to change. Um, Anything in term maybe uh, syncing the light to your camera to to multiple strobes. So you got to know how to find these things and find these things quickly and efficiently. So one of the things you're working on is learning your tools so that you know your camera inside and out. All right. So formally, the next thing you want to you might think about doing is finding an organization or person who might benefit from the kind of work you do. So, you know, if there is a cause or a nonprofit that has a mission related to any of your passion, you might look for ways to use your skills to help them tell their story. Now, this is now a good way for you to begin to build a portfolio um, for the kind of work you'd like to do. Uh, if they're not going to hire you, then you might just look for a, a small volunteer project. But yeah, and that's why I say nonprofit, because you might as well find an organization who is doing, you know, good work in there with a mission, certain mission related organization for whom you can help for and for whom you can, you know, um, you're helping Change, make a change in the world for something that you're, you are also, that you also believe in and that you, you are also passionate about. So find an organization or person who might benefit and benefit from your work and from your talents. And then for my son, what I said to him is you might even look at them for potential internships to see if you could, you know, possibly do some work from them, even if it's on a limited or even a volunteer basis, because what you're trying to do is to get your foot in the door now in, in an organization where, uh, where you can, you can learn and where you can contribute. And so when you find these kinds of organizations, you, you know, you want to find ways to engage them, whether you're doing it through LinkedIn or just by, by supporting them in some other way, but but look for a way for organizations and or businesses um, where where you think you are compatible, your talents might be compatible with with their missions and and their goals. And then the next thing I would say is create your own opportunity, start your own business or nonprofit. So you do this by finding people you can help directly and providing value to them and, and then figuring out what the value is worth to them. So if you decide that you want to be a photographer who is uh, more documentary, then just go on out there and you're publishing, but find ways to tell these stories, but when the, now what what you need to do when you when you decide to transition into creating this an oppor- creating an opportunity or a business is find out who who can you help with this and what value can you provide for them. If it is, let's say, an, an organization that's fundraising, how can you use your talents to help them raise money? Because that's when it will be valuable to, to them. If you are looking for an organization that is uh, a recruiting or HR, for instance, how can you help them 
um, attract better candidates. And so think about how you use your work to help another organization solve a problem that they have, because that, that's what business is at the end of the day. You're helping other people solve problems and you're solving it, solving it in a way that there's so much value that they don't mind paying for it. And so, you know, this, in this day and age, it's, it's, it's available to you. The opportunities are there for anyone who wants to create an opportunity, who wants to create something for themselves. So if you can find people directly provide value, find out what the value is worth to them. And then the other way is by now you've probably learned a lot more than 80 to 90% of the general public. And so you might consider what can you teach to someone else? So now that, now that you have been doing this for a while, what does your current self know that your old self when you were starting this journey didn't know? Like what would you, what do you know now that you would have wanted to know then? And that becomes, uh, it all becomes almost the beginning of something you can start to teach to people who are in that place where they're starting out and, uh, and, uh, you know, wanting to be where you are. And then the last thing I'll say is you want to join a community of photographers and just have fun. The other thing is you don't want to take this so seriously that you stop having fun. And and the, the interesting thing is we learn from, ch- from the time we're children, we do our best learning when we're having fun, when we're playing. And so you want to schedule some playtime and you want to find other photographers who you just get out and play with. Uh, you know, I know photographers who, you know, for instance, the, the, there's a, a group of in Washington, D.C., they do, you know, cosplay, they call it costume play. So there, there are a bunch of photographers who, you know, want to take better pictures. And then they are thespians who like to dress up like they're acting and they get together. And, and so you have a sort of a, 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 a now a mutual partnership where you can have, them dressing up and in their costumes and photographers who get to photograph them. And it's just fun and it's just play. But guess what? If you keep doing that, you, you learn a lot about photographing people under different lighting conditions. And so sometimes just looking for a community of, of kindred spirits who you can play with can be just a great way of also learning and improving. So, Play playtime is not just for kids anymore. It's also for photographers, right? So there you go. If you want to get to the point where you are making an impact, then it's really simple. Start doing the work now. Publish your best work. Find something you are passionate about and create a photo project around it or about it. Build a network or tribe of people who share your vision for your art. Find people who are doing what you want to do and whom you admire and start following them, deconstruct their images, think how you might do it or how you might recreate it. Think about how you might do it differently and how you might make it your own. Follow them as social media and engage thoughtfully. And then formally make a list of your knowledge, skills, and abilities that you'll need to be successful. Find out where you need to fill in the gap so that you, you can begin working there, working on it. You, you want to get a mentor or an accountability partner. 
find someone who knows where you want to go and engage them for regular feedback. Uh, take formal learning. I must, I skipped this one. Make sure this from formal learning in their classes and workshops to advance the specific skills that you've identified in those um, knowledge and skills and abilities. And then, and then you can either learn there or you, if you, you, you want to be self-taught, there are lots of services like lynda.com where you can learn just about anything. Learn your tools, get to know your camera inside and out because that will also help you improve. Find an organization now who might benefit from the kind of work you do and look for ways to help them tell their story. Find out if this organization might benefit from your talents. Look look at them for potential internships or work opportunities, or then create your own opportunity by starting your own business or nonprofit. Find people who can you can help directly and provide value and find out what it's worth to them. So by now you should, you know, and, and if you've been doing this for a while and you're learning, uh, what do you know that most people don't know and what can you teach them uh, to help them get where you are? And then join a community of photographers and have fun. Don't forget playtime because it's not just for kids anymore. So you do all that, you will be on your way to beginning to be, to create a more of an impact and to get to the next level, wherever that might be for you. And I really hope you get there. And if you are on this journey or on this path, let me know about it, you know, in the comments or in our Facebook group. Tell me about what you're trying to accomplish with your photography. What's that big picture thing you'd like to accomplish and that you might use this process to get to? I, I want to know where where you see yourself going and what it is you want to accomplish. And, uh, and perhaps we can all work together to help support each other in getting there. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope this was helpful for you as you sort of plot where you want to go with your photography and how you can make, uh, your ultimate impact on the world with your art and what you create. If you like this podcast today and if you enjoyed it, then I would in, encourage you to come on back and join us every week. You can do that by subscribing, going to shutterbuglife.com forward slash subscribe and making sure that you don't miss another episode because I'll send you a reminder for each one when it comes out. And then I would say if you're on iTunes, you can subscribe there and also uh, leave a review and let, let the world know what you think about this podcast and our time together. And then you, if you uh, want to join our Facebook group for the Shutterbug Excursions, just go to fb.shutterbuglife.com and you can join uh, the ongoing conversations and sharing that we have going on there. We have meetups in Washington, D.C. and New York City. Come on out and join us at Shutterbug Excursions or Shutterbug Excursions NY. And we would love to, to meet and shoot in person. 
All right, so that's it for now. Thank you so much. If you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at linford.morton, linford.morton on Instagram. And then you can also follow our Facebook group. It's Facebook, it's Shutterbug Life Community. Hey, we're all over and we are, I'm always hoping to meet you photography friends. So come on in wherever you feel most comfortable and join in, make a friend and share your photography and let's all get better as we learn, share and grow together. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you next week. And until then, enjoy your Shutterbug life. Take care.